0: Control, Alt, Delete. With Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk. On show 97.7.
1: 7. At 7.09, good morning, Mitch. Hey, Terry, how are you? Oh, fine and dandy. The sun is shining, and the beeping, and the crashing, and the digging has started again at Griffin Town. So, a little bit of normalcy this morning.
0: Oh, I was going to say that must be great for your lifestyle
1: now. You, get this sort of... <laughs> you know what they they got going about nine minutes ago, and uh, I enjoyed the first seven minutes of it. <laughs> God, a bit of normalcy, and then you realize, wait, I yeah. hated normalcy. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, um, we're tiptoeing back. We're tiptoeing forward this morning with manufacturers, construction workers uh, outside of Montreal. Of course, uh, some kids are going back to school, so um let's hope it goes well I've got my fingers crossed that's for sure uh what did you say we're nine weeks in or something? you've been you've been at home for more than nine weeks though hey eh, Mitch
0: yeah I'm still trumping everyone and not uh <laughs> proud about it it's been um I don't know it's hard I think it, it depends on what you do like yeah. for me yeah the big challenge I have is I can't imagine Flying somewhere to speak to thousands of people sitting shoulder to shoulder right and that uncertainty is is really a lot it's a yeah. lot of, it's like an existential crisis and I think I'm not alone there are a lot of people who are their own entrepreneurs or in a certain type of business whether it's hospitality or whatever that probably even if they think about the configuration of the restaurant they just yeah. can't imagine how to do
1: this you've seen you must have seen the pictures online of people on airplanes Uh, these uh, past couple of weeks. Mitch, I I think about you every time I see one of those. And and I think, when would you be comfortable getting back on an aircraft?
0: That is the million-dollar question, because it is a question we talk about in particular in the speaking business, where even if, let's say, certain parts of the country or other countries open up, would you be comfortable going? And if you look at what It it looks like, it it does, it looks quite apocalyptic. I know that in the Atlantic this weekend, there was a really great article about the sort of sheer terror of somebody who had to fly somewhere for a business meeting.
1: Yeah, I saw That's the article I'm referring to, actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just terrifyingly sort of apocalyptic to listen to. And I don't know that I have the answer. My general feeling inside right now is if they ask and I can, I will go and I'll deal with it. Yeah. But yeah, sort of just thinking like there's no lounges and you have to be there four hours early and just yeah. all the sort of chaos they're talking about with temperature checks and everything. It makes you wonder, will it be worth it? And we're going to see. We don't know yet.
1: Yeah. And you talk about, uh, let's let's start there. You talk about, uh, you know, people who make a living like yourself uh, with speaking engagements. There are a lot of artists and, uh, um, you know, whether they're, you know, people in the ballet, people on Broadway, people who play guitar, people... Uh, who tour with rock and roll bands uh, concerts uh, and performances of the arts um, are going to be gone for a while, um, so you thought we would talk online concerts today
0: well, it, well what's funny or interesting or strange i don't know the right words anymore is that Mashable had an interesting article on the first quarantine concert, which is actually happening may fifteenth so it's coming up in you know four days in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And it's this sort of ornate theater called the Temple Live. There's going to be only 220 seats available out of the 1,100. They're talking about wearing masks. They're going to have their temperature taken before they come in. If you're with somebody, you can sit with them or near them. Uh, Tickets are not being sold in any sort of way that we're used to, like according to how Ticketmaster is doing this. And I just was reflecting, and I'm sure you've had these moments too, where it's a band you like whose maybe time has come, and you go to see them play, call it the Bell Center, and there's like you know 3,000 people there. And even if you love the band and the band is great, it's sometimes hard to get into a band when well, nobody's around or it's got yeah. like this weird vibe to it. Yeah. And I was just reflecting on that. Uh, I think it was Ticketmaster or, Li- or Live Nation was talking about doing these sort of fan pods where you can buy tickets as, as long as you've been isolating with people so you can sit together. But can you imagine sitting in a venue and you're like, not just six feet <laughs> no. apart, but there's just empty rows and seats yeah. next
1: to you? Yeah, it's it's a very, very strange thing to... I, there was video on uh, one of the news packages I watched last night of a drive-in rave in Germany. So they had, they, too, yeah. Yeah, they had the, the, you know, the DJ was up on a stage and everybody was in their car and everybody was trying to dance in their car and flashing their lights and I thought, nice try but very very weird it's you know i wouldn't call it a rave
0: (laughs) yeah and and the transition to these sort of home concerts now look some artists are doing them for free some are asking for donations some are using functionality in youtube like the super chat so like if you make a request and you you do the super chat which is basically a donation they'll move your request up to the top right but again i I just think from even a speaking experience, we talk about this a lot, that if you are speaking in person versus speaking virtually in a webinar, Mm -hmm. a webinar is more TV than it is live event. Yes. And I think screens are still more TV than live events. So what you're looking for is like multi-camera shooting, different types of production qualities. And even when I see artists doing it, and some do it great, and I'm so appreciative because I think we need art to get through this. There's no doubt. I just realize really quickly that it's great it's just not live
1: yeah and you know i one of the the things i was talking about with friends on the weekend one thing one of the the um one of the things that i've noticed uh vis-a-vis this topic is the the late night show hosts um are are doing the best that they can i'm a big bill maher fan a big jimmy kimmel fan i I watch, you know, um, uh, Seth Miles when I can. uh, And it's this screen interviewing thing. Like, my mom and I were talking about this the other night. We actually think Jimmy Kimmel looks bored because there's no human interaction. There's no reaction to what they're doing. There's no crowd. And I know from going on stage myself, and you know this, um and and when I and when I say go on stage myself I'm talking about introducing an act you know if I'm behind the curtain at Plaza des Arts getting ready to bring on an act at Plaza des Arts my heart is pounding uh, my brow is sweaty and when you step on stage there's an energy that's created by the people in the room that you can't replicate online well,
0: that's even like when you watch comedy specials on Netflix, and as great as they are, you can just imagine what it would be like to be sitting there in person. And again, right. looking over and seeing people, them interacting with you, it creates a different energy. and I Absolutely. Would argue that some of the best content I ever created was in reaction to something that happened five minutes earlier right. because an energy shift happened with a laugh or an ooh or an ah, and that took me somewhere else. And that created a platform by which I'm going to leap off of. And I think you're so accurate that when I watch the late night host, which I tend to do on YouTube, sort of little clips here and there. Yeah. The first my first sort of reaction is, well, now we're seeing almost the true self. Yeah. What happens when there's not an audience, an <laughs> yeah. energy, a producer yeah. standing there? You're yeah. trying to impress the writers who are on set. All those little sort of things we don't realize as the audience, but it has a massive impact. It and does. musicians and speakers, we feed off of those audience interactions. Also, I think it's, it's doubly intense when you're doing this online stuff because on the right side, a lot of times you see the chat or a lot of times you're sort of breaking for technical things. So as someone who's a speaker or a musician, what you don't realize when you're watching this as a fan is that that person is more often than not alone or with one person and they're acting as not just the performer but the producer the technical support they got to make sure and when your brain isn't thinking strictly about the performance it creates a different output so i'm sure jimmy kimmel and seth meyers and the like are also just thinking like gee is the internet running is this going through yeah is is,
1: yeah go ahead
0: all that throws you and all that throws you
1: off Yeah. Well, I, you know what I've been, I mean, I must admit, obviously at a much smaller level, I've been experiencing it here at my dining room table. You know, there's, there's a different dynamic and you know, the first couple of weeks were wonderful. I got a little bit of extra sleep, et cetera, et cetera. But the dynamic is completely different. I'm not in a radio studio. I'm not surrounded by radio people. It's the same thing when you and I do the chat on the phone is a lot different than when we're sitting across from each other because that's the way human beings interact
0: well look terry i i know deep down the core because when we talked about this during the segment, we we've been doing this for five six seven years now one of the things you said was, you know, you're traveling a lot. I need the energy of you in the studio. And yeah. I promise you, I said, if I am in the city, I'll be in the studio. <laughs> yeah. And even yeah. pre-re- pre-recorded was a big thing for you, too, I remember. Yeah. Because you're like, I just, I need to be in the moment. Yeah. And I'm with you. I was never like, oh, Terry's being a prima donna. I'm like, I totally get it. Yeah. And you're right, having people like Andrew Carter pop in here and there for a joke, or just the banter between you and Esteban, or a guest is coming. Yeah. There is, we are all going to have to adapt. Even just think about work. I think about the kids in school and people working where we get energy from hearing others and what they're doing. And if we're suddenly six feet apart or in other rooms or in closed spaces, are we truly being that innovative? And I would make the argument that it's very hard.
1: Well, I've been saying for years, uh, you know, having the privilege of holding this microphone, that one of radio's biggest advantages is it's live and it's in the moment. You know, everything that happens happens live and it's kind of like a high wire act and and to me that's that's one of the the joys and one of the you know one of the things that's kept radio alive over the the years you know for years i've been hearing um, you know radio is dead when much music came on radio was dead when mtv arrived radio was dead when satellite arrived and you know local radio talking to local people in their city um live and in the moment where you know if i do this it happens in the moment you know it's it's a high wire act anything can happen and to me when you pre-record it i think a lot of people can hear that when it's pre-recorded
0: and i i do i think that that's a different type of experience like i do Absolutely. my podcast it comes yeah. out every sunday and i like the sort of sitting back the no pressure of having a, to hit a commercial break right. coming back from the i like the ability to sort of just have two people deep dive even yeah. if they're not in the same room down a rabbit hole and i that's the big thing about uh your job your kids going to school my job as a speaker my job here on the radio it's very different things and when you switch them yeah i think people just go well it's just like and it's not watching a band live online is not the same as being there in a concert and i'm I'm making the argument now that being there at a concert in a place where we're all socially distant and doing all this is going to create a completely different
1: effect yeah, it's like a hockey playoffs with 10 people in the building. It's or not nobody. The, yeah, or nobody. It's not the <laughs> same thing, yeah. Um, okay, we've gone completely off topic, but I want to quickly address the Facebook thing. Just quickly tell me about Facebook and what they're up to.
0: Well, they did a major redesign that came out not that long ago, and if you basically go into your settings all the way on the right, you'll see the ability to switch to the new design. Okay. I recommend that people do it. It's really good. It's fast. It's, it's different, so it's going to throw you off for a little bit, but stick with it. One, okay. because... Soon they're going to default to it. And yes, you will be able to switch back to the traditional older version, but soon they're going to take that functionality away. But What really popped in my brain was this past week they launched a dark mode version of it. And if you're not using dark mode on your computer, it's really a more interesting, easier on the eyes way to look at it. So it's available right now. Again, if you click on the right and go in settings, you'll see a little dark mode button switch to the new redesign it is quite good it it will take a while because we're so used to facebook yeah but now that it has dark mode it's been a a hugely improved and i thought it was one of the sort of more more valuable stories of the week for sure that they've got this redesign it is fully live and dark mode is really good for it
1: okay and all you got to do is go to your settings correct
0: yeah just top right you'll see it in your settings and hit dark mode yeah okay um what's your app of the week sir well, we're alone. People are trying to figure out new things to do, and I've been a fan of this app for a while. It's called Yousician, Y-O-U-S-I-C-I-A-N. So it's musician, but instead of yep. you, it's you. Okay. And basically, instead of learning a language, you can learn to play the guitar, the bass, cool. drums, ukulele, a whole bunch of stuff. And this is – I know a lot of the online learning stuff can be challenging this one is really, really well done. Um, it's an all in one app. It's not free, but listen if you're if you've been sort of tinkering or thinking about tinkering, mm-hmm. it's a really good app.
1: Cool. So you teach yourself to play guitar or piano and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and the yeah. way they teach it is really visual and very easy. It's surprising how quick you will learn a song right out of the gate.
1: Okay, very cool. Uh, all right, despite our chat about uh, not being uh, across from one another, always a delight to have you, of course, Mitch, on the phone or otherwise. <laughs> always a pleasure to hear your voice very as well. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Have a good week. We'll talk next week. Next Monday. Okay, see you later, buddy.